So have you thought about getting a trainee? Have you thought about getting a helper? Help! I need some help for crying out loud. I'm tired. I'm just tired. You know, I like what I do. I love what I do. But man, sometimes you hit that brick wall and pull in the tape measure. And hopefully you're not pulling a tape. Hopefully you're using a laser out in the field these days. We're trying. Uh, but you get tired and you hit that brick wall. And if you only had a little bit of help, you know, there's pros and cons to bringing someone on. We've talked about that in great order. What about someone in the marketplace for getting into the business? What about somebody thinking about becoming a trainee? What challenges do they have? You know, we talk about the challenges that you as the trainer, as the supervisor, as the mentor, some of the reasons why you're apprehensive of bringing that helper on, but what about the prospective helper? What kind of concerns do they have? What types of questions do they have? What kind of stress are they dealing with? What should these folks be doing? This is Brian Reynolds. You're listening to the Appraisal Update brought to you by Appraiser eLearning. And hey, guys, I've just grabbed one of my guys and uh, twisted his arm and brought him into the hot seat. And he's sitting with me right now. So uh, everybody, Matt Damon is in the house. Maybe not the one you're thinking of when I say Matt Damon, but that is his name. Hey, Matt, welcome to the show. Say hello to everyone. Hi, everybody. It's good to be here, Brian. So, Matt, uh, for all our listeners out there, um, tell everybody who you are and what you do. Um, well, I, my name is Matthew Damon. I live in Owensboro, Kentucky, um, and I just started on this road about a month ago to become an appraiser trainee and just happened to luck into meeting you. Okay. Well, that's to be determined, I think, right? I don't know if we figured that out yet or not. But, Matt, uh, tell everybody what in the world prompted you to think about getting in this crazy business that we call appraising so i actually previously worked in the weatherization world and had looked into getting into property inspections and then i had another you know looked a little bit deeper did some research looked into appraising and kind of saw the opportunity okay it's 1099 there's flexibility there's opportunity it's lucrative so i was like i'll give it a shot and started reaching out to some of the appraisers in the area, and, well, here we are now. <laughs> and I was the one crazy enough to say, come talk to me, right? Is, yes. that, is that what happened? Okay, so so that was, I don't know, what, a couple of months ago, maybe? Yeah, roughly so, about a month and a half ago. Okay, so so you're brand new. You're not spanking brand new. I mean, you've, you've actually been to some classes. But uh, you haven't been at this game very long. So let our listeners know, where are you in regard to your education? You found somebody that's going to bring you on as a trainee. Um, You've got a supervisor. It's me. We're talking about me. (laughs) Where are you on your training schedule? What have you done? So I've taken the 15-hour use path. I have taken basic procedures, basic principles. I have to take the supervisory trainee class for Kentucky mm-hmm. as well as the highest and best use class as Kentucky requires. Uh, then after that, I can send in certification and start logging hours. Perfect, perfect. So yeah, Kentucky's a little different. They're a little bit harder than some of the other states. Uh, for instance, in Tennessee, you 
already qualify if you had the supervisor class, right? Correct. Right. So he's got uh, he's got the basic appraisal principles class. He has procedures under his belt. He's got that dreaded 15-hour USPAP course. That's a tough one, isn't it? Yeah, it was not easy. Yeah, that's a tough one. And uh, so he's about to take the uh, supervisor trainee class uh, here in Kentucky. That's not enough for Kentucky. He, he could get his credential in Tennessee, which we'll probably have him do. Uh, so he'd be a, a trainee appraiser in the state of Tennessee. Uh, but then Kentucky requires you to take one more. So you've got to take the highest and best use course, I believe you said, right? Correct. Okay. And then you would be uh, licensed as, in Kentucky, we call it an associate appraiser. So you would have your associate appraiser credential. Um, so that's going to occur, what, you're, you're presently taking your highest and best use course, is that right? That's correct, yes, online through Hondros. Okay, and so when you get that one under your belt, you need the supervisor trainee, and then off the application goes, and hopefully you get that uh, approved where you actually have earned a license. Yeah, hopefully. That's pretty cool. So we'll make a big splash. We'll say, hey, everybody, Matt Damon is officially an associate appraiser yeah, the kind of, well, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it'd be pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll have a, a, a cocktail for that or something. <laughs> uh, maybe we need a cocktail for this podcast. I, I'm not sure. <laughs> so let's talk about it. Uh, you did a little research. You talked to a loan officer here in town. I know we, we he and I uh, both know one another, and Brad Belcher is yes. who we're talking about. Mm-hmm. So hi, Brad, if you're listening. And then you said your fiance works over here um, for Athlock, right? Correct. And uh, Jennifer over there, love her to death. Uh, so, so you did a little research. You said, hey, I'm going to try this thing. How has the journey been thus far? We know you're new, but you have taken you know, the USPAP principles procedures thus far. So is it what you expected? It's not what you expected? Tell, tell our listeners uh, what your thoughts are from the time you decided to take the plunge to where you're at today so when I first started I wasn't really sure what to expect I didn't think it would be easy but I don't think I quite prepared myself for just how difficult this is okay um, right. you know I wasn't aware of quite all the classes that were needed I you know I knew you needed some I knew you had to get it uh, 15 hour 1500 hours you know no less than a year to be certified uh, but there's a lot of a lot of detail that goes into it um, especially when it comes to the analysis part and the the standards that you're expected to keep and you know just making sure that you have all this data lined out and you have all the support for adjustments and anything that you see at the property when you go out to it right right so it's a little bit more detailed than what you thought yes definitely yeah i know when uh when matt was in the uh, uspep class and 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 lo and behold i was i was the instructor of that course down in nashville we had uh was about 20, 20 or 21 students in that class, I think. Somewhere, 20 students, somewhere around that number. And I remember, uh, and it is, it's a lot to digest, isn't it? Yes. In fact, we're recommending students get that, that book early, you know, get the, get the publication early and get, get familiar with it because it it's nothing easy by any measure. And uh, I remember one student came in after a break, and he said, uh, Brian, th- this is going to be an open book test, right? You remember that? Yes, I do. And I said, what? And, and this student was dead serious. This is going to be an open book test exam, right? And I said, 
No, <laughs> it's not going to be an open book exam. And he looked at me like he was frustrated with me. And so after another break, uh, I finally stood up to the class and I said, who told you guys that this was going to be easy? I mean, who, who led you to believe that becoming a certified residential appraiser is an easy feat? I mean, I, I don't know who, did anybody tell you that? No, no. When I first talked to Brad, he said that it was tough and I was not prepared for how tough it was. It's, it's a, it's like a culture shock. Yeah. 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 There's a little bit more to it than coming in and ha having an open book exam, right? That's not, that's not gonna, that's not gonna happen. That's not how this thing works. So tell our listeners, what, uh, what else do you have to do? You've got I mean, you've got some classes you've still got to take, right? <clears throat> Correct. Yeah, so you're not, uh, you're not quite at the trainee level yet. You're working on that. Uh, when you get your highest and best use course and your trainee supervisor course, then you can apply for your associate license. Then what do you have to do after that? I believe since Kentucky has you take the highest and best use, that kind of cuts a class out. I'm pretty sure I have six more classes, six or seven more classes. Okay. Um, and then I have to log, you know, the 1,500 hours, no less than 12 months to be considered a certified residential appraiser. So you still have education you have to do. Correct. And you've got to get some experience. Correct. Now let's talk about that for a minute. Even though you're not able to log hours because you're not technically a trainee yet, uh, I guess we could say you're a trainee wannabe. Is that? <laughs> that, that sounds about right. <laughs> Is that fair? Yes. Okay, so uh, although you're not technically a trainee, you know, hopefully in the next broadcast we do. What we're going to do, folks, we're going we're gonna to follow Matt's journey. And that's assuming he still sticks around long <laughs> enough for us to do that. You know, I haven't scared him off yet, but I, I constantly am asking him, are you, are you sure you want to be an appraiser? Are you still sure you want to be an appraiser? Have I not asked you that a couple of times? Yeah, pretty much at least once a week. Yeah, so uh, I'm checking in with him on a regular basis. Uh, to see if this is still what he wants to do. And, you know, it's, it's not the end of the world. You may have some folks that, that try this out and then realize, hey, this really isn't my cup of tea. I don't think I want to do this. How late have you been working uh, the last few nights, uh, Matt? Until um, about 9, 10 o'clock. Yeah, he's been crying a lot around the office. Not <laughs> crying, but moping or complaining. I've been working till 9 or 10. Well, you know, he's like, at some point I got to sleep. I said, you're young. Sleep when you're... Talk to me again in 20 years. You know, you can sleep then. Uh, but have you learned anything over the last 30, 45 days? Uh, yes. Like, my brain is... Probably mush at this point. Yeah, well, you know, and, and I'm going to put, do you know what I'm about to ask you? I do not. <laughs> I told him our podcasts are not scripted. They're not rehearsed. We, you know, we, uh, we just kind of fly by the seat of our pants, if you will. And, and our webinars are, are the same. For those out there that have seen our webinars, uh, you never know what path we're going to go down. And I did tell him, you know, we are a one-take wonder. We, we don't like to edit. We don't like to have to redo these things. So, you know, if, if you get embarrassed, you get embarrassed. But just tell our, our audience real quick. Hopefully you know the answer. Oh um, how many square feet are there in an acre? 43,560. See, that wasn't that hard. You got that one. Um, what's the, uh, what's the uh, four economic influences an item must possess in order to achieve value? What creates value? 
demand, utility, scarcity, and transferability. Okay, very good. So he's on his way. He's he's kind of getting there. <laughs> so the uh, the learning process has not come super easy, but it hasn't been like over the top crazy hard, right? I mean, people can do it if they want to do it. Is that fair? Yes, you have to have the drive to do it, and it, it takes a while. I mean, it's a lot of information. Um, it's just a lot of terms and trying to understand all those terms. It's a different way of thinking, mm-hmm. I guess is a better way to say it. Yeah. And you have a, a little bit of experience. Tell us what you were doing before you came came to work with us. Uh, so I spent 10 years uh, working in the mortgage banking industry at U.S. Bank locally. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was doing that. I thought maybe I kind of had a good grasp on some things when I came in here because of that. It wasn't necessarily the case. <laughs> uh, but now after that, then of course I went to the weatherization world. So I kind of have some idea when it comes to inspections and a little bit when it comes to, uh, you know, the lending side of things. Yeah. So you've heard of Fannie Mae before stepping through this door here, right? Correct. Uh, so you knew what Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac was. You'd probably heard of FHAs, some things like that. So some of that you had a little bit of a, a head start on. But then the winter, winterization, I can't even say that, uh, those inspections probably helped you a lot too. Tell us about what you were doing. You'd go into a property and look for what or do what? Uh, so basically it was a, we, were, we would be in this property for four hours. We would go into attics and inspect insulation. We'd go into crawl spaces. We'd run tests on um, the appliances such as the furnace, the water heater, make sure they had all the components, correct piping. Uh, pretty much what we were trying to do was go into these low-income houses and figure out ways to make them more efficient and more comfortable for people that couldn't afford to necessarily upgrade themselves. Okay. So now you've been out on a couple of inspections with me. And so my Nashville office is is pretty high-tech. You know, they use the iPads out in the field, the lasers. and Boy, we're trying here. (laughs) We're trying. And we are. We're we're We're, we're getting there. We're getting there. We're going to get those really cool rose-colored glasses to put on to help us see this laser because we had a hard we really had a hard time the other day seeing that thing and i said man i'm just gonna get my tape measure out (laughs) we're gonna we're gonna use the old fiberglass thing and and the nice thing is you have that ready and and can use it if if you need to but boy we looked at a couple of houses today and uh we still did the floor plan out in the field Mm -hmm. we took our pictures with the ipad uh, so that, that worked out pretty well. You, you like, you like that pretty well, right? Yeah. I, I like the inspections, uh, using the technology when it wants to cooperate is definitely more efficient and saves a lot of time. Yeah. Our battery almost ran out on us today. I think we, ran, we were running on 10%. 10%. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, that's kind of my standard, you know, Mr. <laughs> 10%. So, but, but, uh, so we go out, we, we've looked at, Gosh, the first one we looked at was really a kind of a complex property. What's been your experience with going out and doing the observation is what I like to call it. So it's a little different than the weatherization world. We, we had to, you know, look at a lot of detail. This, you still have to look at detail, but it's not as particular. Mm-hmm. Um, you're just basically looking for, you know, improvements. How many, you know, how, how's the roof look? How's the foundation look? You know, is it carpet, hardwood, laminate, the siding on the house? Um, depending on if it's FHA, USDA, or conventional, it may depend. Do you need to look in the crawl space? Do you need to look in the attic? Mm-hmm. Do you need to test the um, the water and make sure it runs, you know, has good pressure? Right, right, right. Very cool, very cool. 
Now, you've done a little bit of research, a little bit of analytics. Uh, you've even been uh, data entry, right? Typing, typing in the boxes, if you will, mm-hmm. on the residential stuff. Um, out of the entire process right now, and, and you really haven't had to talk to clients. We've got somebody else that does that function. But you've had your toe in the water in, in kind of the other areas. And, and you're brand new, so we don't expect a lot out of you right now. Uh, but what's been your favorite part uh, of the process so far? So my favorite part's definitely been the inspections, just because I like the physical side of it. I like to get out and move around and just mm-hmm. go into these houses. You know, I'm used to attics and crawl spaces. It's not a big deal to me. Um, I don't mind the data entry and the research. I would say the hardest part for me so far has been doing adjustments um, and figuring out how to support those adjustments based on the market. Uh, it's just the more abstract it gets. I feel like the more difficulty I have. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and so that to me is what's going to be interesting about us following you along this journey. You know, after all, you're you're brand new. You probably shouldn't even be trying adjustments right now. Uh, have I went back and like fixed all your adjustments so far, or just most of them? I don't, probably just most of them. I, I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember. But he, he's doing a great job, Matt. You're doing a great job. Chin up, buddy. He's he's really hard on himself. I've noticed that a lot. Uh, he has very good work ethic, so we can mold him into that shape that we need him in. Uh, but he's doing really good. He's conscientious. Uh, seems to be very ethical, which is you know kind of my high high marks on the list of of you working with me. So I think uh, I think that's that's come into play very, very well. And uh, so I appreciate you to sitting in and, and taking the time out. I know you want some sleep and you want some family time because <laughs> we've been kind of taking over that over the last few weeks with you. Uh, we did buy a drone the other day, so he's, he's going to get to play with the drone as long as I don't keep crashing it. Or we lose it. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, well, so far we've only flown it around the office and I've crashed it I think twice. Yeah, twice you did good. Three. It was. It was. Let's be honest. It was three times. Oh, okay, I wasn't once, here for the third one. I guess <laughs> once in my office, once in the hallway, and then once in his office. So yeah, it's uh, surprising that it still works. Lamar, do not send us any jokes out of uh, out of the the drone experience we're having, but uh, but we're moving along. And uh, so I thought it might be interesting, Matt. I, again, I appreciate you joining us today, but. I thought it might be interesting if we just kind of do this maybe once a month or so and and document your journey and see how you progress or see how, you know, maybe you quit soon. I don't don't know. We'll see. We'll see. As long as I don't have like a meltdown or something, then yeah. (laughs) We'll see how it goes. But um, so for those of you listening, uh, this is Matt Damon. He is the almost trainee. He's not quite there yet. Uh, in Kentucky, we call him associate appraisers. He's not quite there yet. I'm not going to let him use the title that he hasn't earned. But hopefully by the next time we bring Matt into the hot seat and we get to kind of talk about his journey, uh, hopefully we'll have good news and you'll be uh, an associate appraiser in Kentucky and maybe uh, a trainee appraiser in Tennessee. That would be kind of cool. I, yeah, I would like that. After all this hard work and everything, <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be a good uh, a, a good little victory. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully uh, we'll bring him in uh, in another few weeks, and hopefully he'll have that credential under his belt. And maybe some more. I know you're working on uh, something else simultaneously, right? You've went through the uh, home measurement stuff, right? Yes, I've taken the ANSI course. I have one more to take, and then I can take the test to get certified in that. 
Yeah. As a home measurement specialist, the, the designation HAMP, HAMP puts out there. And so you've, you've taken the ANSI course on appraiser e-learning. Mm-hmm. You're in the middle of the second one. Is that where you're um, at? I was going to start it, but then I went ahead and jumped into uh, market analysis and high oh, okay. use. Okay, yeah. Well, we got to get your, your trainee license, associate license, so that uh, you can start getting those experience credits. So that is important. How was is, how is the uh, ANSI class? Did you like that okay? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, getting to really kind of dive into to get the proper square footage and everything. It's uh, definitely something I'm interested in doing in the future. Yeah, yeah. And and you've been helping measure some houses so that mm-hmm. some of those uh, tips and tricks have probably helped out a little bit with that. Yeah, so, for sure. Very cool. Very cool. Well, Matt, thanks again for joining us. And uh, we look forward to bringing you back next month. Let's, let's, let's focus on maybe bringing you in once a month. Hey, it's going to take you 12 months to become certified. So it's probably 12 broadcasts we'll have with you during your journey. If we did one once a month, I don't know. Maybe we should do once every other month. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. We'll, it just depends on how things go. We'll see. We'll see how things go. Hey, for Matt Damon, this is Brian Reynolds, your host. You've been listening to the appraisal update. Join us back again next week. We'll be with you. But join us again next month when we have Matt. Hopefully, it's not the wannabe trainee. <laughs> Hopefully, it's Matt the trainee. Until then, we, uh, we hope that you have happy appraising and that you're not appraising in the rain like we were over the last few days. Right, Matt? Exactly. All right. Until next time, for Matt Damon, this is Brian Reynolds. Thank you very much for listening. Talk to you very, very soon. The Appraisal Update Podcast is brought to you by Appraiser E-Learning.